Internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system. Do yourself a favor. Go to GetBevel.com. Punch in the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, for 60% off your initial purchase. Once again, it's GetBevel.com. Promo code COMBAT. Listen, I tell you guys how hard I go for this product. It's going on a year. The homeboy Tristan Walker was in the building this week, and the plans that he has laid out for the betterment of our grooming and health needs is, is amazing. Support this brother. Support this great brand. Go to GetBevel.com and shave like a boss. And now back to the show. Hey, Internets, you are tuned into the Combat Jack Show. What up, A-King? Yo, what's up, Jonathan Menna? <laughs> Yo, Internets, man, you know, I, I, I'm so excited. You can hear it in my voice. Yes. I'm so excited, man. We got a return guest, friend of the room. Not only that, this man is a legend, Straight legendary. From the bricks. Many yes. top fives, you know what I'm saying? Word. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper changed the game, changed the game again. Came in the game, snotty nose, no exaggeration. Internets, let's welcome again to the Combat Jack oh, Show. Man. Mr. DJ Cut Killer, a.k.a. Red Man. <laughs> he said DJ Cut Killer. Yo, what's up, Red? Ain't nothing, Jack. How you, bro? Doing all right. Yo, internet's right now. Man, to put the camera on him right now. Red Man is highly engrossed in the game of Subway Surfer. <laughs> yes. My nigga, I feel you. I yes. love that game, too. Yo, what's your highest score with that? Yo, I got 280 million. 280 million yeah. is your highest score? Yeah. Yo, what's your favorite um perk on that? Mine is the jetpack and the bounce when you start bouncing over the trains. Yeah, um <laughs> my, mine is the uh is the jetpack too, but I like uh the skateboard. Like right. you you get a, you get a chance to get different skateboards and I got the skateboard that's just super. I'll be What the bouncy over. one? The bouncy yeah, one. Where you can double jump it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, um, whoever made Subway Surfer, <laughs> holla at me. I want to do the Red Man character version. Let's make a Red Man version mm, of Subway Surfer. With some weed smoke coming out yes, the jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. No, two blunts. Two blunts, two blunts, yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. Get your ass lifted, man. That's so, right. So this is the only game you got on your phone. Yes. Um I have that game and uh, let me see. Hold on, I don't play too many games. I don't be playing games, son. I don't have no games. <laughs> on my Yo, phone, don't be playing games, son. Um, but uh, shout so, out to all the hard niggas that don't right. have no games don't on their phone. No games, son. No games. I don't even <laughs> eat candy, yeah. son. Oh, but fuck, um, a, fuck a birthday. Yeah, that's right. I don't even have a birthday, <laughs> son. Yo, um, Subway Surfer and Space Invaders. Oh, you got Space Invaders, the original yes, one. The original. And you Ooh. know what's dope? What Galaga. They got Galaga? Galaga on a phone is fucking Wait, dope. Is it the actual app yes. or is it an app within an app? No, it's a it's a it's the Third Galaga one. app. The oh. Galaga game app. See? Yo, that oh. shit is you, fucking you, dope. You're about to fuck up my life. Can yeah. I give you a word of advice? Yes. Stay the fuck away from Candy Crush. Stay the fuck away from Candy like, Crush. Like 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 what you what you playing right now is is the is a high grade, but Candy Crush is, is crackula, man. Yeah? <laughs> it's crackula, man. I seen the commercial for it for the old lady on it. It must be crack. No, no. Stay stay <laughs> away from that shit, man. Yo, I tried to. Yo, Red, man, congratulations, man. 25 years. Thank you, brother. In the game. Did Thank you imagine you. 25 years ago, or even 26 or 27 years before you signed that paper, mm. that you would still be doing this? No, not at all. Um, you know the expectancy of an MC. Or a rapper is not that long, like rock artists or pop artists or R&B artists. Right. You know. Although um, it's getting longer. Yeah. It's getting longer. It's getting longer. Like, we're, 
like uh, the generation before me proved that, like with LL and uh, Big Daddy Kane, Run DMC, EPMD, these guys still have careers. Yes. They're still working. Um, we're the next generation, Red, Meth, Ghostface Killer, Keith Murray, you know, Tribe Call Quest. We that next Jay generation. Nas. Yeah, Jay Nas. Um, we're still working. Like, right. Actually, we're still working like the 90s because the new era left us so much room mm. to drop music because I guess the majority of the new era is not giving the fans or the public that eargasm right. that they're looking for. So a lot of, you know, public and fans is just reaching out for old school artists to get that feeling. You know, I sat with, I keep saying this, but I was really impressed. Well, legends, not old school artists. Right, right, legends. legends. Yes. Legacies. I like to call them legacy yes, artists. Yes. Um, I, I was so impressed, man. I had a conversation with, with, with Russell Simmons this, this, this past weekend. And he was saying that you know when he approaches business, if a if the if the landscape looks real crowded like this business here and this and if the whole paper is marked up with business, he's able to find the white space, meaning the space that's not crowded, mm -hmm. the space that everybody's not doing. Mm -hmm. And is that what you're saying about the music? Like you're able to look at the landscape of music mm -hmm. and continue to do what you do and find your white space? Absolutely. Um, you know when when you be in the game this long, you you build a kind of sense of what not to do and what to do. And I don't know, you just mature on your decisions. And my decision, uh, you know, first of all, you, you have to talk along amongst peers. Like, I'm still heavily connected with Buster Rhymes. That's my nice. brother. You know, Keith Murray, Eric Sermon, Rock Walla, um, Bum B, you know. Even I talk to Game sometimes, Tato, and, you know, gaming him sometimes from out there in Cali. And, you know... Games out. Games album is mean. Yeah, his game album is fucking dope, man. I think he's doing a fabulous job what he's doing, yeah. man, with the TV show and you know the kids is beautiful, man. He's doing a fabulous job, but overall, man, you know we all, you know, everyone stays in touch with each other to kind of give off a sense of, you know, of confidence, like you're you're doing the right thing. You're not trying to, uh, you're not trying to win by doing. The new era music when you know you're from the 90s just long story right. short so it's good to connect with your peers and your colleagues just to remind you of what you're doing is dope um a lot of artists try to uh implement some of the new wave into their uh situation and it, and sometimes it don't work but it works and don't works because right. sometimes the fans they want originality. They want that artist who they grew up with. Like Redman, they couldn't see me uh, doing any trap music. Right. I mean, even though I air that shit out, I right. air anything out. <laughs> but they couldn't see me doing any trap music or, you know, just switching my whole mold into this new wave. So just I, I keep a level head from my circle and my kids and just making the right decisions, man. Like... My white space is making that right decision to keep the red man brand going, man. Yo, mm. it, it's interesting that you talk about this, this group of cats that that you respect and, and and you guys support each other. Was that always there, man? Was that always the case? Did you always have this support base? Yes. Um, far as the my uh, peers and colleagues, yes. Um, like you, you know, from like you know, from i don't know when when you're on tour a lot especially with me and meth we are always on tour mm -hmm. and we are always around our circle and you know you have to have a confidence in yourself yes. first yes to just say 
you know, I am a dope MC. I have survived this long with the method I've been doing. Um, so why uh, try to fix what ain't broke? That's how I look at it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't try. I, I, you know, I build, I, I, I try new things, right. but I make sure that it's in my circumference of comfortability. Right. That my my fans will still respect me in. Or even, you know, sometimes you got to be uncomfortable, but it's still got to be you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And uh, I think that's where a lot of people uh, fuck up at. They try to go out their comfort zone. And it's good to try new things, but you you also have to remember what got you there and remember what the fans love you for. Right. And once and, and once you fuck that up, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, right? It's a fucking wrap. Like what I wonder is, like, how do people survive after reality shows? Like, how do you know what survive after re- you? Dude. You got to do a good fucking job. You got to you got to you got to maintain whatever your principles are mm-hmm. if you have principles. I think the reality pool is for a lot of cats that's ready to throw principles out the window for the camera. Mm-hmm. But the two or three cats that do maintain the principles, T. I mean. I. T.I. or even you know let's look at this man like like definitely T, you yeah. know what's who 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 really and I don't really follow mm-hmm. reality shows as much as I peep their trajectory every now and then Stevie J and Jocelyn came up yeah, yeah. they yeah. came up yeah. you know what I'm saying like he was the the grimiest nigga but something about him mm-hmm. he was tr- I guess he was true to himself mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I mean I don't know how nigga I don't even want to yeah but you know what it's true is is uh, Stevie J? I, first of all, people don't know Stevie J if you ain't from. You can't take New York. his talent away. He's very talented, and Stevie J was always the cool, quiet dude. Right. Like I remember with like, the grimy on yeah. the on a on a low low. Yeah, he was a cool, grimy motherfucker that stayed having bitches and jewelry right. and money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never used to be. Now I, I guess the reality show kind of changed that a little bit. But it did. It didn't change for the worse. It, it it put an extra leg on his career. Yeah, yeah. And um, but for other artists like you know that can't survive like Ti, even Red and Meth, we did a movie and a TV show. Yes. And we're still relevant. That's a blessing. Right. But for a lot of artists, it's not. You can't even. Uh, you can't even. Some of them artists can't even sell records that's on a reality hmm. show. And uh, and I was having a conversation about that today. On another interview, and somebody said it's because they they gave all the mystery out mm, on themselves, right? By t- by showing the whole world how they are right. fully, and so it's no at more home mystery. with yeah. it, yeah, yeah. So it's no more mystery to you. So it's just like, eh. would you do a reality show? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, you would not. Not at all. Not even no matter what the price you know, tag. No, first of all, when reality shows started, um, Red and Meth. They we was offering. I mean, come on, cause our personality. Everybody wanted to get us for a reality show. Yes, we turned down at least two million dollars worth. Of wow, wow, straight up. Wow, and then uh, that was by choice, and and there's nothing wrong with doing reality shows, but <laughs> just for d- dudes like us, it's just not cool. Huh? You know, I've heard you speak in the past about you know how you work very hard to establish the Red Man brand. Mm-hmm. But the Reggie brand mm-hmm. is something that 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 you really don't want to be out there with. Um. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It don't matter really, right. cause uh, I'm I'm grown now. Like, like I'm a grown man now, and um, I raised my babies well. Uh, three sons. Be, huh? You got three sons. 
Yeah, I got four sons. Okay, four, and four one, sons. And, yeah, and one daughter. She's okay. the youngest. Right. And uh, I raised them well to be who they are. Uh, the Red Man brand will continue, but as a man of Reggie Noble, he's uh, more behind the gun of business and wanting to make more business move for the Red Man brand. For example, I want to get into uh, directing and writing scripts and selling uh, scripts out there in Hollywood and producing shows. That's my next move. Reggie Noble has to be on point for that, for Red Man to excel in that. But Red Man has to continue opening that, opening that door as a brand to let Reggie Noble in with more genres of business. So, uh, yeah, Red, Reggie Noble is very important. He's an asshole sometimes, but... Uh, <laughs> Red Man's the bigger ass. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> By the way, you're talking about directing. Um, I love your 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 directing skills on the Dope Man video. Yes, yes. It looked very fun and yes, colorful and, and re-injecting an element in the game that we haven't really seen in a long time, but that feels uh, authentic. Mm -hmm. The only other video that I can even think, I don't want to compare it to, is the Macklemore video with cats, but it, it, the the record wasn't hot. I mean, no shots. Which one though? The one with with cool Grandmaster with, with Grandmaster Kaz and 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 that uh, shit was fire. The song. I, I was about to lie and say I listened to that shit. Yeah. No, I don't listen to that. You know what I'm saying? So, but so I really enjoyed that man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I respected that. I heard he gave respect, and right. that's good. Yeah, big yeah. up to Macklemore for that. Not too many artists do that. Right now, so you you told me off cat off off air, man, that you've been directing for a while, but this is like you're really gaining control and putting your name, stamping your name on the credits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every artist uh, have gave their, their uh, I guess the idea to a director to, for the video. And, uh, you know, you don't know. When you give your idea for anything, you're co-directing. You're putting your vision yes. out there with the uh, director. Regardless if it gets acknowledged or not. Exactly. You're co-directing. So is in my case, it's just time... For me, not to have no directors there, no other director, just the team that I hire from DP to lighting and getting these shots done myself. And that's what I did. I um, had a team that helped me out with it. Um, uh, Laura Irving, uh, Phil, um, the DP, Brian, you know, all these guys, we all came together and just they just saw the vision and made it happen. Um, you paid attention, huh? In in Hollywood, all 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 them, all them things you worked on, you paid attention. Absolutely, and plus, you know, I do skits, um, Jack, and uh, I had the talent to uh, do a skit audio and make you visualize right. what mm -hmm. you heard. So right. it it was just something I was born with, and I want to continue that through directing. Um, you talked about the group that 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 supports you, man. Talk about the mentorship. Again, I don't I don't I don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about it enough about the legacy of Eric Sermon. You know, we had him on recently, and I was like, dude, you know, as time progresses, of course, there's some names that's going to drop through the cracks. You know, hopefully with the Combat Jack show and others like us, we don't let those legacies drop. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let's talk about the legacy of Eric Sermon and, and what influence he played in you and in your career so that you're still around. Uh, Eric Sermon, uh... He's crazy, though. Yeah, yeah he's definitely a fucking fool, that man. That's my, that's my big bro. Right. I mean, he put me on um, when I didn't have a place to live mm -hmm. in Jersey and shit. He took me in in Staten Island. I mean, Long Island, excuse right. me. And uh, I went out there to live with him, man. And I just built my career. And uh, even though we, you know, we had our, you know, little issues here and there. Like the squad, everybody in the squad had their little issues. It's family, though. Right? Yeah, it's family. That's what we go through. We, I still respect him and love him to this day as a mentor, as um, showing me the funk. One on one, 
um, te- like a big brother to me, man. Like right. he was just like that big brother that uh, you know that watched over me and Keith. And even though he was busy, he still made sure he was all right. And just like we made sure he was all right, right. you know, we we definitely ride for Dub. Um, but his legacy is here. It's here. Everyone respects Eric Sermon. Everybody respects Eric Sermon. My thing is Eric Sermon got to get the fuck out more and reach out mm. and be more communicative. Right. Um, with his circle, with his peers. It is so many things he can be more doing. He know it. The whole crew know it. For example, E. Sermon, he's the one that started that Atlanta shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he. I mean, like, Jack the Rapper was down there, but when E-Dub came to Atlanta, that nigga brought hope down there as far as hip-hop, um, having the, music the rim scene, store, yes. the music scene, the whole music scene, man. Um, yo, when we used to, what was that shit? He, he was talking about how he kicked out. Who did he kick out the, 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 the um, his rim shop? Was it 2 Chains or somebody he talked about kicked? Like, everybody. From, yeah. Everybody seen E. Like, I picked up Rick Ross. From the airport to bring the Eric Sermon mm, crib, right? Be way before Rick Ross even, you know, was thought about was, you know, because me and Rick Ross just talked that night at the BET Awards. He was like, "Yo, you remember you picked me up something?" I was like, <laughs> yeah, my nigga, that. So, uh, did you remember though, or no? Nah, a little bit. So Shit, you reminded you, right. but, but everybody came through. Like you know, Rick Ross, Fifty Cent was in Eric basement yes. before he blew up. Yes, he yeah. Like he, he had. Everybody. He did have everybody. He could have signed everybody. He could have signed everybody. Everybody rich right, right now, but um, I don't know. That's E. And right. regardless to how he is, uh, far as on his business side, as a person, he's the dopest guy, the coolest guy, the funniest, and you would love to be around him. I just wish he would just take acknowledgement of who he is, right? And. You know, Brody e, his way exactly. into the history books, the e, way way he deserves to be. Exactly, he is is like the 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 Dre of the East Coast yes. to me. Bottom line, and Dre respects E Sermon. He just got to get out there and throw his balls on the line and say, "Yeah, you fucking right. <laughs> yeah, I nigga, am these nuts. <laughs> yeah, let me let me get this shit. Yeah, y'all come on in. But you know, I, I want him to do it before it's too late. Yeah, That's yeah. That's how highly. Of respect I have for my big brother. I want him to go get what's just due to him. He can know? still do it too. Yeah, Absolutely. He can still do it. Musically, what what tools did he give you to continue doing what you're doing right now? Musically, uh, you know, I I I uh from the expert tutelage of every sermon, I learned funk. I mm. learned uh I learned the 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 one on one basic of funk, of making a track. Of being in the studio, um, I don't know. Uh, also, reading people like you know when you, like I was young, like you know I was twenty years old on tour. Like I'm a I'm a road baby with, I'm with a legends baby. with yeah. legends. Yeah, I'm a hip hop baby. Right. Like I was born on the road. Like all after my job at Sizzler and shit, I was on tour. <laughs> you know, at 19, 20 years old. On then from then, I was on tour. I'm a I'm a I'm a hip hop baby. So I learned a lot. From Eric Sermon and uh, you know, and I also taught them a lot too. Did as you, well, what'd you teach them, man? Um, 
first of all, when I came to uh, Long Island, them niggas was smoking joints. They ain't know what the fuck a Philly was or a blunt. Word, they was some white white yo, paper. Yeah, I was. I, I brought that blunt out there, and Paris Smith, <laughs> Paris Smith was smoking blunts, and was after that was like, no way, I'm gonna be smoking the joint again. So and plus, <laughs> um, I was musically inclined. Right. I was a DJ. Um, I had records. So uh, my style, I would say, I. I help influence uh, some of EPMD far right. as like Rap is Out of Control yes. and those records like that. Like that was influenced from a style I had. And and I can tell. And a lot of people back there can tell right, right. too. And it, and it kind of worked both ways. Like, you know, like I started getting a deeper tone like PMD. And mm-hmm. we was just all family and it was all right to feed off each other at the time. So, Yo, what I, what I appreciate about the, the Def Squad is... Um, and you talk, you, you might have some, 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 some clashes in this and that, but we can't tell. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's like whenever y'all come to perform is y'all, y'all, y'all are professionals and it's a family. And I definitely want to talk about that 2015 BET hip hop awards cypher, yeah. my nigga, like nigga, nigga. <laughs> yeah, red man. Yeah. Yo, like I always say that. If I ever trend on Twitter, mm-hmm. I don't want to trend for the wrong reasons. Nigga, mm-hmm. you was trending for all the right Ooh. reasons. Ooh. Like what? Like can we talk about know, I didn't even know what trend meant. <laughs> really? <that> night. Really? <laughs> yeah, cuz Twitter hit me right. directly. Yeah. And uh they sent the message to my Twitter. They was like, "Listen, you're blowing the circuits up." Yeah, here. yeah. And uh it was true. They it was like, "Yeah, we had heavy amounts of Twitter. You're trending heavy right now." I didn't even know what the fuck that meant, combat. He's <laughs> like, am I in trouble? Yeah, yeah. Like, you trending. I'm like, <laughs> about oh, to get shit. kicked off of t- Twitter. Go hide out somewhere <laughs> and shit. I'm, I'm trending. Yeah, but but my dude, man, like, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, for Fire. people that know you, mm-hmm. it's nothing extra that you just did you. That shit mm-hmm. felt good. But so. why, why, like, why do you think cats were so falling over themselves because of your performance? <laughs> I don't know. They just forgot. Like, right. The uh, the 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 overlook I got from that was they they forgot who, no, they forgot what Eric Sermon Keith Murray was about. Right. Dep Squad was about lyrics and beats and rocking. Um, when you're when you're hoard out, when your ears are hoard out from all this music that's on the radio, it's like a breath of fresh air when you hear a dude spitting. And plus. Not taking away from anything, anybody else on the BET cipher. Right. Um, but you took from yeah, yeah, people yeah. on the BET cipher. But you cipher. know, to, just to be uh, professional about it, everyone right. did a good job, especially the, uh, you know, Clips and DNA and Sean. And, you know, they did a fabulous job. They ripped. Mm. They ripped. Right. But it was just to a point like us. You know, Def Squad and, you know, in the in the rap battle dude and, and, and my other dude, my tall dude too, um uh he was murdering shit and he just caught me too. I'm I'm bad. I'm I smoked this morning. From so from, from what what region? What where where's he from? I forgot, but he was the tall, Wiz? Not Wiz. Who? Um shit, man. God damn it. Who are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. He, he was the one talking about Drake. He said, uh, hold up, I got my man right here. I'm <laughs> yeah, don't I'm bad with fucking names. Hold on. Right I know here. a lot of new rappers was mad. They was like, fuck, we got to write for real? Yeah. Nah, oh, yeah. I'm sure they wasn't mad as much as they but, was put uh, on alert. Yeah, but overall is that, uh, you know, we just gave a good eargasm right. that night. Yeah, yeah. For people who've been tuned in. You and, know? and I think you hit it on the head too, man. It's like, 
when when these kids that are tuning in, if you look at the average age of cats that watch the BET side, Joyner Lucas, Joyner Lucas, okay. okay, yes. But when when Don't. you look when you look at the average age of these kids, they're like, who are these old niggas? Who's Death Squad? All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then wow, oh oh, mm-hmm. it's that it's that it's that element of forgetting or not even knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. That's just what it is. That and and to clear that up, that's another thing that I that I. Uh, you know, when alert people like, you know, even though we're not on a major radio, I mean, major label no more, it's a little bit harder to find our music and find what right. we do. But we're still here. Right. We're banging out. We didn't just get nice on the night of the BET cipher. Nah, you nah, know, that took years. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. We've been nice. You know, y'all just now getting up on it. So. And the shit was effortless, too. I guess that's what it was, too, man. It was so effortless, yeah, it was, man. Uh, it was easy. I also dug the references you made towards Def Jam, man. <laughs> It was it was positive. Yes, it wasn't. I nothing. mean, it was real. It was like, yo, I mean, you know, the era of Def Jam that you came through mm-hmm. is probably the highest level of royalty in hip hop that anybody has ever gone through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You could talk about the Bad Boys, which Puff is the best I think that ever did it. You mm-hmm. could talk about the Death Rose. I mean, you can't even compare to the legacy of Cash Money that's been doing it the longest mm-hmm. right now. Yes. Consistently. But your era of Def Jam, I guess what stands differently from your era and all these others is that everybody was a legend. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't slack. You had to be a legend. And if this legend took a break, another legend came through. Yep. We're talking about the EPMDs, the LLs, the public enemies, mm-hmm. the red mans, the method mans. I mean, we can fucking go on. Mm-hmm. So as one of the cornerstones that built that building, mm-hmm. what happened, man? Hmm. What, Dev Jim? Yes. You know what? Everybody wanted to be like Def Jam. Right. Every label. That's the Harvard of hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wanted to be like Def Jam. I think uh, they lost their mojo in changing stat. Like, like when I was up there after, I would say after after Doc's the name album. Mm-hmm. Around that time, like, yo, the label went through so many changes and it just didn't stop. Mm -hmm. Like, every couple of years, we had a new CEO and new staff and new A&R people and new... uh, It was just crazy. I got to interrupt you for a second. So, not only was the roster legendary, Mm -hmm. but the leadership. The leadership You're talking about Russell. You talk about Leo Cohen. You talk about Kevin Lyles. Tracy Waples. Tracy Waples. You talking about Rhonda Cowan. You talking about Chris Lighty in the like. You talk Irv Gotti. Like you talking about Damon Dat. You know what I'm saying? It's a a legendary back office like that are superstars. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When that fucking vacates the building, what does that do to your spirit, my nigga? Well, then when those people vacated the building, uh, we gotta just. People up there that was just, you know, blind to the fact of the culture, really. And the culture or even the history of Def Jam? Blind to the culture and the history of Def Jam because um, Def Jam was, I would say, the the mechanics under the car. Yes. Everybody. That's that's that Leo talking right there. Exactly. (laughs) That's that. Def Jam are the mechanics and they knew how to build an artist. Right. But. After the staff left, after the staff left, and uh, you know other new artists came out there with new staff, um, you know how it go. They they look at it as okay, y'all. We are the now. Y'all was before. 
y'all have to move over a little bit. But it happened to a point it was so heavy and it was so noticeable. Was it disrespectful? It was. It, it felt disrespectful. Right. It, it felt real disrespectful to a. We know when not when I really had it when they put me Ghostface and Sheik Luch out all in one month. Mm. This like was as like, I, like, yeah. like let's get it done. Yeah, yeah. They put me, Sheik Luch, and Ghostface Killer albums out all in one month with no promotion. Mm. And Jeff I, Jammable, I, right? Yeah, yeah, Jammable, yeah. That was just when me and my man it was just like you know we out. Yeah. You know, this is what it is. You know, yeah. you know what's crazy is, you know, I understand shit changes, and 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 we're at a point in hip hop where we've never been at before. Mm-hmm. Where you know, what I'm saying where we are seeing the extended shelf life mm-hmm. of of MCs and rappers and artists, and you know, we're, we're in uncharted territory where cats are still at the top of the game are in their 40s. I mean, mm-hmm. Dre just dropped a crazy album; he's 50, 51. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's kind of hard for if if only the business knew how to capitalize on that because your audience isn't going away Mm-mm. you know you speak about how you don't chase new fans mm-hmm. you want to service the fans that you already have and hopefully those people will come and learn about mm-hmm. you Absolutely. and we're at an important time man where you got so many gems like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so many cats are still viable out here that if the you know def jam could have been smart and they be opened up the legacy section you know what i'm yes, saying they, yes they could have could have been smaller mm-hmm. but it could have still Pay the, the 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 culture that respect, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, man, you you live and you learn, and uh, you know, uh, I never take nothing away from Def Jam. I, I like I love them for right. who they are. They taught me a lot. They built Red Man Brand with me, and uh, did they? Yeah, man. I, them I niggas were like like when it when when they was building. Month of the man, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. See, and then that's what I talk about. They, they, they believe. They were so confident right. to anything they did, it worked because of their confidence and then believing in the artists, right? The way they did. Talk about that last day, man. That last day that you was on Def Jam and and the conversation, how it felt, man. Oh, man. Um, my last day at Def Jam, it was wasn't really a last day because right. I never really uh went to Def Jam. After uh, after uh, like maybe the Reggie album or before the Reggie album, I was up at Def Jam maybe once a year. Right, like they they see me like once a so year. So was that separation? Yeah, it was real separated, man. We was real self efficient, like Red and Meth. Like we would be up at Def Jam maybe once a year just to meet and greet people, and that's it. Right. Um, when they started tagging me and having me wait downstairs, uh-huh. like you know when I helped build this motherfucker, I was like, fuck this. I ain't waiting downstairs for nobody. I gotta wait and get a tag and I'm paying all, all you motherfuckers security. All yeah, y'all exactly. paying your salary and yeah, your benefits. No, 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 no. They wasn't getting me with that. I totally ignored that right. jam with that shit. You know, fuck <laughs> that. I ain't let them get to me with that shit. Right. I was like, y'all making me wait. This would be the last time y'all fuckers see me in here. And it was. I talked from the phone, but right. they could not get me up there no fucking more. So when it was official, when they was like, yo, 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 you're red, this you know, you you're 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 free. Mm-hmm. How was that feeling, man? It was a fee- uh, feeling of relief, really. Right. Um, and I wasn't there. My manager told me he was like, "You officially now off Def Jam," and I immediately start making calls nice. to get money. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. How is it being fully independent right now? Learning experience mm-hmm. is good. Um. Uh, like being on a Def Jam for like twenty years and finally being off of them, you you used to a certain uh quality of you know of 
of uh, a service. Mm-hmm. And learning these services on your own, uh, and 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 it, it helps you, it helps you notice how much money you spending. Tell right. you that much, because <laughs> I don't I don't jump in car services like I do when you in, independent. You don't be using those car services, right, 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 but right. when you on a label, like, you whatever. call the car service every second. Yeah, I'm shit. going to the corner. So, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going up the block. I need a car service, yeah. but but you, um, the independent game is treating me well, man. Is is teaching me a lot, uh, giving me balance on being a businessman and right. an artist, and uh, I love it. I love yeah. it, really. I do. Um, Mudface. Yes, the album. The album. November, Friday, November thirteenth. November thirteenth. Yes. Let's talk about this. Okay. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Mud Face is an album before Muddy Waters 2. Okay. Everybody was waiting on I Muddy am, Waters we 2. We are waiting on Muddy Waters 2. And I'm going to drop it. Um, um, the thing about Muddy Waters 2 is I got a lot of samples on there, mm-hmm. and I'm independent. So I got to make sure all my I's and is dotted, all my T's is crossed on that project. And I want to make it a big event. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had material sitting around, and I just came up with Mud Face, the album, that's like an appetizer to uh, Muddy Waters to the album. And um, I had just material sitting around, man. I didn't want the fans to wait right. a whole nother nine months for Muddy Waters. So I'm dropping this Mud Face album. So this is just only the beginning. It's an appetizer. Y'all go ahead and eat that. And the real fucking, uh, the real dinner is next summer. Who's on this album, man? Or who's production-wise or, or, or whatever? I don't have too many. I don't have guests on this album. Right. I have uh, my boys, Ready Rock and Runt Dog, mm-hmm. Gilla House, and Gilla Stressmatic. House. Okay. Stressmatic that featured on a Dope Man single. And Rick Rock produced the single, Dope Man. Nice. Rockwalla produced the intro. I produced nice. one on there. Nice. Um, Jalil Beats produced one on there. Uh, my boy Jalil from, Beats is crazy, yeah. man. My boy from Bulgaria did one on there. Boris, uh, Theory has it did one. Futuristics, known as Mike and Keys now. Yep. Des the producer and uh, Marvel from overseas. Okay. So uh, not too many maybe guys you know, but they all official. Right, 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 they right, all right. Official tissue. You know, you've been talking recently, man, about this, this, this. Everybody's got their fingers crossed, man, about this collaboration with, hopefully, this collaboration with you and Dre, man. What is it with you and Dr. Dre? <laughs> the Dr. Dre. Yo, Yo I, ain't, I didn't even know it was bubbling like that. I didn't even. You know, st- once you what? say something, my yeah, nigga, everybody's going to. Stir, stirring up like that. My thing is, I want Dr. Dre to produce a beat for Red MF for his album. Wow. Not just me. Wow. Um, every time we see him, you know, he, he always say, I got you, you know. And you, you know, with Dre, you know, when he say. You know, it's he's not it, giving you the bullshit. Yeah, he didn't give you the. He said, "Yo, we will work when it's our time." But there's ten million motherfuckers that he's trying to eat. That he, exactly, right, right, exactly. But uh, you know, fucking Dre is is definitely the one of those large cornerstones in hip hop. You have to respect, and he knows anything he need from Red and Mev will come to him. Like like when he had his show out there in Cali, um, I for the beats, Dre, right? Yeah, for, for, his Dre beats show. Yeah. You know, he invited everybody to come out there, and, you know, we was the first ones on the plane to get out there, and we shut shit down. So, you know, it's just that Red and Meth or me, I, you know, we cannot end our career without doing a Dre beat. Man. Yeah, it's, we got to make that happen, man. Just like oh. fucking Premiere. Yeah. Like, oh. I got to have, we got to have a Premiere beat, and Premiere's wait, right wait, here. Wait a minute, y'all don't have a Premiere beat? No. Wait, we wait, wait. On the Premier beat. We rocked on the Premiere beat on a Biggie album. Right. But, but that wasn't. 
Exactly. Wait, there's no official pr- Primo? There's no official Me- Primo Red Man or Method Man or official Primo Red Man and Primo or Method Man and Primo. I gotta call, we we got to call Primo after this episode. No, no, we talk to Primo okay. all the time. Primo, right. Primo be... I love Primo, yeah. but Primo, damn it, we want our beat. <laughs> you know, you Dr. Know, Trey, we want our beat. One of the records, as we're talking about songs and, and features that um that they have yet to do, one of the ones that I always was looking for that probably, well, not probably won't happen um, because of the untimely passing of Sean Price. Oh. I know you and you and Sean Price was, was supposed stern. to do some Wait, 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 for real? Yeah, like, yeah. like you, I've you, always Sean seen Price them. You, 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 you and P or, was building? You know, P is my nigga. P was my nigga. Yo, me and P used to just call each other just to fucking hike on each other. That's how close we were. Like, we we wouldn't even talk about music half the time. I call him and I hear him. I'll be like, you little, you little Lionel Jefferson beard having my fun. He'd be like, you little light skin. We'd just be going wow. back. And we, and you know, we had mentioned, yo, we got to get this record done. And I'd be like, I know, I know. And when he passed, I was crushed, man. Yeah, man. That, that, that had me. I'm Stop still. I'm I was good. listening to the, the album the other day. I'm like, man, I can't. I still can't believe he's not here, man. Yo, yep. fucking uh, Lil Fame. Lil Fame is my nigga too yes. from MOP. Billy and Fame, them are my niggas. And uh, Fame got an album with Sean Price. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask or any ask anybody over there that do, do they have any free Sean Price uh, lyrics, man? That yeah. I could probably get and make a record Bernadette. out of. Bernadette or or Drew or somebody. Yeah, holla at me, sure, man. man. I'll be. I'm put a record together like I put something dope together if I could get a 16 from him. As a technician, as a, as an MC technician, I mean I know why I love Sean Price lyrics, but what was it about his approach and his strategy that made him one of the best, man, lyrically? Um, per, 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 um, <laughs> um, you know, Sean. Like first of all, Helter Skelter as a group mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Um. Peace to Rock. Rock was good, bro. Rock is holding rock it down. Is, rock is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is, man. He's a fucking beast, man. And uh, Sean, I, I fuck with Sean because uh, I like what he talked about, man. He, you know, Sean was just so genuine about the streets and about and the game too, from. and the game and the game. Yes. He was Brokest so, rapper alive, like that's real. Yeah, he he is he he was just so genuine about his mojo, and confident in it, and like when you say a, a when you say a, a a word when you say a a, a bar like this, he said, boot he said, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, boot clan boot camp yeah. clip ain't nothing to Wu Tang. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> Yo, when me and Matt first heard that, we was baffled. Yeah. I was like, he would say that about his own crew? <laughs> like, who can't click ain't nothing to Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang yeah. I was just like, yo, man, this motherfucker is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking nuts. But, but still carrying the but, boot camp yes. banner as he's putting this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Keep he it. is highly respected, man, yeah. especially overseas. Right. Like Helter Skelter, Sean Price is highly respected right. overseas. Highly Respected everywhere, but overseas, mm, can't get it. Yo, um, we talked about Death Squad. We talked about how you motherfuckers, um, our experts, have always been professional. What happened to our nigga Keith, man? <laughs> what with the rap battle? What happened to Keith, <laughs> man? 
That rap battle was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Fucking what happened? Did you, you got, talk to him, man? Yeah, I talked to him. Of course I did. I would talked you, to him. Uh, did you sell him? Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. First of all, I told him not to battle. Right. Why? Keith is forty years old battling. Right. Don't nobody forty need to be up in no ring battling. Even though it's Fredro, huh? Even though it's Fredro, Fredro ain't need to be battling either. Okay. They they they, they made their cornerstones. Like, right. You know, like. Back in the day, like I used to battle a lot, mm-hmm. but it wasn't never televised, right? And we never knew who we was battling, right? So you had to be on point with your lyrics, regardless, because it wasn't, we didn't have a, uh, you know, there wasn't no Instagram, iPhone. yeah, it wasn't no social media right. to check out your opponent to, you know, it was dig back up alley battles, right? Yeah, dig up information on your opponent and you know talk about his mama or what his mm-hmm. mama ain't doing, or what his girl ain't doing, shit. You just had to be on point with whoever came up with it. Right. And uh, I told Murray not to battle. Right. Because I I even told the motherfuckers who was putting the battle together that, yo, I don't think... Because, uh, <laughs> you know, like... But, not, but this not is Keith take- we're talking about. Not taking away from these guys. Right. Like, Fredro is my nigga. Onyx is my nigga. Yes. They know. Keith Murray is my brother. But we already made our cornerstone. Like, right. we done battled already. There's nothing to battle for, you're yeah, saying. exactly. Let these young guys do what they do, and you just continue your career. And, uh, you know, they took a real chance of, you know, of a, of people just not fucking with Murray no more or Fredro. Fredro did a good job. Right. But just the sense of them battling when it came about. Who's battling? Fred and Keith. They was like, why are they battling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody was wondering, like, right. why? Yeah, I are mean, they it was it was a unique setup, definitely interesting. Yeah. But they, towards the end, they made it like people was paying attention. Yeah, you know, Fredro <laughs> came there to battle. Yeah, Fredro. Fredro came. What? What? But what happened to Keith, man? Keith. <laughs> you know yo, Keith. Keith yo, you Keith. know your brother. Yo, you I know, know he my brother. Yo, now, first of all, like I said, I talked to Keith. He said, man, look, man, they had me waiting around a couple of hours for the battle, so you know I had to drink. Right. Oh, okay. You know, I had to, you know, I was, <laughs> and it is what it is. Right. Yo, right, you right. pull out the Karis one. Koofy. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he missed it. He missed the line where it came, and then he had to go back, back. yeah, just to say it. that line, just to grab the wig in time and shit. I'm like, were you man. mad at him though? Like my, afterwards, were you mad? Or did you joke him out? I didn't. No, did y'all no. have a, a deaf? Did you have a deaf no, squad? No, not meeting? at all, man. Murray is gonna be Murray. Yeah, um, and that's one thing I do know. And right. I honestly, I knew that what happened in the battle. I knew that was gonna happen a long time ago. Right. I knew it. I knew he was going to get up there and show his ass. But <laughs> to, when I first watched it, right. like a little bit, when my boy told me about it, I was in the airport. I remember I was coming home from Cali. And now, and somebody hit me like, yo, did you see the Murray battle? It, he was battling when we was on stage. Right. And I, I fucked around and tur- put it on my phone and watched it. And I was embarrassed a little bit. Right. Like a lot, and then for him or for for the squad, for, for the culture of battling right. for the squad, it was just a little bit embarrassing. But after I watched it a little bit more on the internet, where I could hear everything, yeah, yo, that shit was fucking hilarious. Was hilarious. Fighting the guy with the <laughs> fucking thing on the referee, the referee and shit, <laughs> and pushing and shoving and just. Him grabbing a mic and a wire pop out the bottom and start talking. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Yo. Nothing. 
it was hilarious. Yeah, combat. yeah, yeah. And I and, and what I do appreciate, man, is Keith's personality is so outlandish that even though general consensus is that he took the L, he's still Keith Murray. Yeah. It's, it's not like motherfuckers don't want to hear. hear from people him, that, yeah. that are tapped into the legacy of Keith Murray, it's not like people will not fuck with Keith Murray again. It's like, yo, you just got that L, my yeah. nigga. Yeah, he kind of redeemed himself yeah. from the yeah, BT yeah. Cypher. Yeah, yes, yes, he did. Kind of yes, made, re- now, and I heard the comments, they was like, nah, that's the Keith I know. Yep, yeah. yep, that's the yep. Keith I want to see. So he redeemed himself, you yeah. know? So, so no battle for... um. For Redman. No, 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 no. Uh, yo, three million dollars. Three nah, million nah. dollars tomorrow. Three million dollars. I, I, I battle Jesus. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. But, but uh, Redman versus Lil B. Let's set it up. Lil B. Let's set it. Yo, big man. Um, a couple of people, uh, from the rap battle league called me directly, asked me to battle. Right. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that y'all still think I have it like that to get in the ring with y'all young fellas, but. No way, I'm not battling. But you just said something that I I, I want to challenge you, and I disagree with you. You still have it, though. Yeah, okay, I still have it, but I'm the kind of guy that uh, I, I, I'm going to keep it 100 with myself. Like, the way these guys are, you know, uh, going back and, you know, analyzing the rap battles and analyzing the opponent and, Getting all the information the on them and coming, yeah, and coming in and prepared. I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to do all that. Right, you're like, not built for yeah, the I'm not bullshit. Built with, I'm not built for going to find little details and you know to talk about your mama and this and that and your baby your girl, moms or your yeah, ex. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. Like right. uh, if we had to just go on skills, cool, but nah, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't with all that. What, what, what are your, what are your thoughts on this recent uh, uh, Drake uh, meek thing? Ooh. Tight skinned niggas won again. Hey, you better believe it. He don't like when I say that. Hey, listen. Hey, man. Hey, we, man. We the, hey listen. Let me tell you something. We still in the yo, game. Yo, yo, Let me tell you something. Like, fucking Meat Mills is fucking dope, yes. yo. Like, me and Meth, we met Meat Mills, mm-hmm. yo. I listen to Meat Mills here and there and shit. And uh, he's fucking dope, man. But, yo, Drake, man, like I told motherfuckers, man, like a long time ago, I was like, yo, the first person who pushed Drake to that limit. Where he got to go on some bars. Now, this Meek Mills, this, um, that ain't as deep as Drake can get. No, nah, not at all. Um, but, but yo, they got mad paper cuts. That, that, that record came with a million first of all, paper cuts. <laughs> he made a diss record be a club anthem. Yes. How the fuck radio single. Radio. Radio single and that. No was, video. And humiliated yeah. himself in the record by that line when he's like, uh, you got body by, by a singing nigga. nigga. Mm. And 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 that's an anthem right now. Yep. A diss record. And I wonder how Meek Mill be filming <laughs> and hearing that shit everywhere and shit. That's like the bridge is over. Like yeah, how, exactly and shit. How like, you Marley walking in the club and niggas is like, yo, what's up, Marley? But I you know, overall it was good for hip hop. Yes. And um, <laughs> you know, big up to Meek Mill and Drake, man. And like I said, man. I don't think nobody pushed Drake to that limit to really get loose. If that motherfucker had to say, you know what? Fuck the singing shit. Fuck the singing hook. Yo, Premier, get me a beat. Bars. I'm, a, I'm going bars. Yeah. 50 bars in. Yeah. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. Like, like coming from where you come from and still be, I, I would imagine that you're still a fan. Absolutely. Of, of what's going on. And, yes, and seeing a kid like that who, like Canada, acting nigga, like, and, and oh, this, this, is, this is the one right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, 
Canada has always been dope. Socrates. Socrates. He's part of Giller House. Yes. Like, he's been out. First of all, if you you don't know the... Shout out to Toronto, man. If you don't know the rap platform of Canada, Canada has been dope. Cardinal Official. Cardinal, shout out. Straight up. Fucking dope. Uh, Fucking, um... My man with the... Chocler. Chocler. Fucking dope. Socrates, fucking dope. If you don't know these three people we mentioned, do your homework. The circle, that's where they all come the from. Circle, the rascals. Yes, the Canada was the dudes. I mean, was the the country singing and rapping? Right. Yes. Like Socrates and Chocolate, they've been doing what Drake doing way long time ago. You got to do your homework. Cardinal been doing the reggae singing and the rap. You got to do your homework. That's where Drake come from. Straight up. And Drake know it. Yeah. Everybody in Canada know it. Circle, Socrates, Chocolate. You already know. Cardinal official. And, and Drake is just the new wave of Canada. Just like Redman, Naughty by Nature, Lords of the Underground, Jersey. Fetty Wap mm. holding shit down right now. Yeah, I'm holding shit down right now for Jersey. So it's just passing the torch yeah. onto these like like future the young, yeah, exactly carrying the torch for Dungeon. Yeah, like motherfuckers think he just jumped out, but Dungeon family, nigga, Dungeon family goes deep, deep. deep. Yep. You can't say Atlanta without Goody Mob, Dungeon family, Outcast. You cannot, can't do that. Can't do it. Yo, listen, let's go to a quick break. Yes. Yeah. And then let's resume. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack show. We got DJ Cut Killer in the building. Red man. Red Hala. man ready to rock rough rhymes, yes, yo. Sir. F your radio, F your TV show, and F your podcast. Internet, this portion of the Combat Jack show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. We had Tristan Walker up in the building this week, man, and it was such an honor to meet him finally in person not only is he changing the grooming game but he's changing the podcast game in terms of how he sponsored so many of you podcasts out there man but better than that i mean he he put money into specific design as to what it is that irritates our skin meaning people with coarse and curly hair people with sensitive skin so much research went into this so much care i mean listen I, what, what do you want me to tell you you know i don't use gillette Harry's came Harry's came to me with a check. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not selling no weaker shit. Bevel, you know, I'm standing by, you know, black businesses and I'm standing by a superior product. Go to getbevel.com, punch in the promo code combat, C-O-M-B-A-T, for 20% off your purchases. That's getbevel.com, promo code combat. Do the right thing, buy black and buy great and shave like a boss. And now back to the show. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack show. We got Red Man in the building. Yo, Red Man, I'm 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 joking, you know, with with, with DJ Cut Killer. But you ever miss DJing, man? No, I still DJ. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm overseas DJing a lot. Wow. Um, there's a lot of uh, artists DJing right now, but uh, I definitely be DJing um overseas. I ain't DJing like a year because right. I had the music to do and the tours to do, but. When I um touring, <clears throat> I'm definitely touring doing DJing. Like I made a quarter, like one DJ yeah, I made a quarter mil um, really? DJing overseas. Yeah, I don't be playing no games. I be right. getting that bread. <laughs> but but is is do you, what, what do you prefer, man? Do you prefer performing as Redman or do you prefer DJing? Like, uh, kind of works both ways. Right. Um, I like I, I started off as a DJ. Yes. And uh, that would never leave the art of DJing, but uh. 
I like doing both. I like doing both. That's dope. Now, what's going on with the acting thing, man? No, no acting, just directing. Directing. I don't want to act. That's it. Yeah, I want to direct and produce movies. Uh, um, being an actor has an age limit, you know. Um, you know, you have you know older cast that's acting, and they started off uh, young, but you know, going into acting at an old age and older age, and um, and plus I want at a mature to a mature yeah, age. I'm, I'm, yeah, at a mature age, and I, and plus I want to go to school for it too and right. learn more. I think I might go to school for acting just to learn what to expect from my actors when I'm directing. Um, but no acting. I want to direct behind a gun. That's my thing. Yo, man, I, good luck on this directing shit. Yes, man. Man, I definitely, you, I definitely want to support that endeavor, man. I'm Absolutely. definitely all for people going outside of what people want to keep them in the box for, man. And I definitely want to see that. Um, I've been seeing you on, on some of these Damon Dash videos, you know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. which I like seeing. Um, mm -hmm. Damon Dash has, has definitely sparked, you know, some flames again. What do you think about this whole conversation about culture vultures um, and, and, and this thing that this, this, I don't want to say culture this cruise, vultures? culture vultures. I heard of that. What is well, they, Damon was basically basically he's been talking about how you know you got people that are from the culture mm -hmm. that create the culture that live the culture, uh -huh. even if you're not making front money from the culture, mm -hmm. that's what you do. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, even if there was no record deals, no shows, no stages, this and that, Red Man will still be an MC, mm -hmm. amongst other things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then you have people he's saying that comes in the game. That doesn't know anything about the game, but they see an opportunity to make mm -hmm. money. They don't give a fuck how they fuck it up, how they destroy it, whatever. They're going to suck the life out of it, make money, and keep it moving. That's true. That's true. Um, first of all, big up to Dame, and uh, big up to my boy, Kenyatta. Kenyatta. Uh, yeah, this is... This is Bar that, Barbara Walters. Yeah, the Barbara <laughs> Walters. Uh, Hip-hop uh, motivation. Um, <clears throat> the secrets of balling. Uh, I actually... Uh, Worked on him with that. I'm an executive producer on The Secrets of Balling that we just dropped a documentary where mm -hmm. we had, you know, a whole lot of uh, very famous people on a DVD talking about the life of success and how to succeed and how to go about it. And um, that was for my boy Kenyatta. And this is a jacket hip hop that's a, motivation. That's a crazy jacket. Yeah. And uh, Dame Dash just, uh, you know, I, I knew Dame for years, first of all. He always showed Red and Meth love. Um Every time we seen him, he was a hundred with us. Mm -hmm. um, very honest and very to the point on what he meant. And, um, you know, he's right. You know, some people do come in the game and just looking for that fast, quick buck and not really to put in the research on, you know, what they're trying to do with this game. This is a very sensitive game, hip-hop. We're trying to keep this going for generations, um, for the for the generations to come mm -hmm. in 30 years, we want this shit to still be progressing. So, you know, you do have culture vultures that come in just for that quick buck. And it's fucking up right now. Yeah. Like with radio and radio playing songs 80 times a day, not having no balance with different artists, different kind of genres of music and hip -hop. Not nurturing the seeds from their yeah, region. Exactly. Like, you know, in our day, you know, we have balance. Like, you know, not only the artists who talked about money and jewelry won, but we had conscious artists that was winning. Like, for example, like in our time, we had Little Kim and Foxy mm -hmm. Brown that taught uh, women about getting money and style and fashion. But then we had chicks like Bahamadia, mm. Mother Superior. Who was, who was getting, getting radio play? Nefertiti. Nefertiti, yes. Yes, and these women. The queen, Queen yeah, Latifah. Queen Latifah, they, they brought consciousness to the game. But overall, it was balanced. Right. And 
it show women and artists that you don't have to be a certain way to win. You can also do this and win and teach someone something to win. So I hope I answered that question. No, you, you did. <laughs> Sometimes I get, you know, I get to talk and I forget what the fuck the question was and I talk off the subject. Just make sure I do. Yeah, I, there's some names that, 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 some names, some historic names that have been associated with you. Um, I want to play a quick game, word association. I named the name. And and you, you you name the first word that comes out, <laughs> comes to your mind. All right, so so let's go, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, mogul. Kevin Lyles. Kevin Lyles, grinder. <laughs> Todd Moskowitz. Todd Moskowitz. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Okay. Eric Sermon. Lord, folk lord. Parrish Smith. Business. <laughs> Tracy As Waples. You. Tracy Waples, goddess. Wait, wait, by the way, where's Tracy, man? I don't know, but big up to the Waples family. I love Tracy Waples. I would never stop loving that woman. And the Waples family, they whole family showed me and my so Yo, the way she repped you oh my God. in the beginning. Mm, mm, Crazy. Mm. Um, Tupac. Tupac. Wow. Um, Is that your answer, Tupac? No, no, no. <laughs> yes, Tupac. Tupac. Uh, Biggie. Brooklyn's finest. Lior. Mechanic. Method Man. Brother. Very well, man. Very, very well. That was it. That was done. That, that's it. You, get out of here. I ain't get to call nobody an asshole. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Who's, what? If I say asshole, what name pops up? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no, I don't even want to start. There no you joke. go, yo. That's Twitter. He's trending. <laughs> Red man is yo. Yeah. Like I told you, my nigga, don't be trending for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. But you know what? They say shit. Any, any, any loses, yeah, yeah. Any, any, any press is good any, press, right? Any press is good press, bro. Yo, I want to get. I don't want to dig into your pockets, man. But what businesses do you have right now, man? Uh, shit. Uh, you've had, and the reason why I say that, man, is you've been around, and it seems like a lot of opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, off air, off screen, mm -hmm. off the mic has has popped up, man. Like what what businesses? I'm I'm curious, man. Well, DJing mm -hmm. for once, uh, uh, I, I I definitely make money off that. Um, besides the red and meth, um, I start. Um, I got. I'm I'm an independent. I'm an IBO of ACN. Um, that's an independent business. Um, you know, y'all can dig it up what that is. I started that with a couple of friends, Pat Mazar, Mike Mazar, you know, these guys make 300, uh, grand a month doing what, uh, dealing with energy. Okay. Dealing with, mm. uh, residual income. Nice. And that's what I do now. Um, you that know, quiet money's good, right? Yeah. Every quiet money's always good. And due to the fact that, you know, this rap game is built on residual income, uh, these guys, Pat and Mike, uh, they showed me another way to make money. I ain't excel yet because I'm balancing, mm -hmm. but I know once I get the hang of it, you got you got a stake in the, in the business. Yeah and, yeah, and it's good. I have a business going. And my next thing will be directing. That will help bring in money. And my top goal, my top goal will be doing a woman's shoe, open toe high heel, okay, open toe what? shoe. I love women's feet. Would you try to have your hands in a dispensary? 
I thought East about Coast. it. I thought about East it. East Coast, and, West Coast, and, whatever. It don't and even I can matter. Ha- and I can have it now right. because I went to school. Uh, I went to Oaksterdam mm-hmm. University right. out there in Oakland. Yeah, you were mentioning that the last yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Show, so right. I got my degree. So I can open a dispensary. Right. But it's still like the wild, wild west yeah. up here as far as feds and, and even the police. It's not that lenient as the West Coast. What about the West Coast? I mean, your name, your name is so respected. Yeah. In the weed industry, that I'm actually kind of surprised that you haven't already established a business in that field. Yeah, well, everyone knows. Well, excuse me. If you know the dispensary business and the medical marijuana game, you know that. Uh, you know, you got to be prepared for that. You got to be willing to take a loss. You got to be willing to maybe go to jail. Deal with the maybe have your money froze right. and and shit. I I used to wonder. Like, why Snoop and Be Real ain't have a dispensary? <laughs> They're right there. Right. But now I know it's 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 a real headache if you ain't ready for it and have lawyers on deck. And uh, sure, we can use our name. Yo, Snoop Dogg Dispensary, Red Man Dispensary. But it comes with a lot of headache. Right, because so, you'll be left holding the bag. Exactly. And rapper, so, Red yeah, Man. Yeah, exactly. So we wait until the laws probably get right. a little, little bit more lenient. I heard there about the pastor law in Cali that feds can't kick in your door right. no more and so once that's passed it's going to be a little bit more lenient and i might think about that but it's more to this medical marijuana game besides the dispensaries bro like you can deal with the genetics of it mm. seeds that goes further that travels international instead of just the state so right. i got my hands into something i'm stirring up did you ever think man when you when you when you when you recorded how to roll a blunt that you become this elder statesman of the marijuana industry? Mm, no, no, no. I didn't <laughs> never thought it'd be legal. I never thought it'd be at this at uh, this level, right? At level, but I'm glad that uh, I uh, I was a part of it and I helped. Yeah. you know the movement of it. And I and I enjoy, man, when I when I look at these um, festivals and these uh, uh, publications like High Times and, and Danny Danko always, you know, shouts out. Yeah, you know, respect to you, man. I, I like recently there was some dope, the Dope Cup. Yeah, Doja Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, out there in Cali, they have all kinds of cups. Um, What's your favorite cup, man? High Times Cup is yeah, real, it's, it's, real dope. Uh, they know how to throw an event with it, and everyone respects High Time for that platform. So they should be off the hook. Yeah, I appreciate the way you brought up and how you respect Fetty Wap carrying the torch mm-hmm. for Jersey, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of cats from our era. They just so old inside and so rotten that they can't really appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. the new shit. And when mm-hmm. they hear somebody like a Fetty Wap, they're like, "Yo, that's not music. That ain't rap." Mm-hmm. But 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 why is your perspective different, man? Because um, I, I I try not I try not to be biased. Um, when we came in the game, uh, you know, we had the generation before us talking to like, who is these guys with these fucking Timberland boots, smoking <laughs> blunts, Afro shades and shit. Um, but we proved ourselves to be that that era to be pivotal um, right. of elevation. We elevated from the era before us. Um, you know, you have to, first of all, you got to understand what Jersey's about. Jersey is a state that was always shadowed by you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. When when you when you're on the West Coast and you say East Coast, they say New York. They yeah. don't say Jersey or Connecticut or and, and and Jersey's right there. Jersey's right there. And uh we was always fighting for that balance from y'all, you know, from other states that you know, hey, we know we next to New York, but we're New Jersey. Right. And uh you know, we 
we us as a unit, us as a state, like from Whitney Houston, um, and I can vouch, and anybody know her that can vouch for me, like when she's out, and she was one of the largest stars from Jersey. Right. When she's out, she kept it real. Yeah, exactly. When she's out and about, don't matter where I seen her, it could have been on a Grammy floor, or it could have been downtown North. She would be like, "Red, what's good, yo, Brick City," and let that shit be known. Right. That she was from Brick City and she was from Jersey. So it's something about Jersey cats that we support our own to uh, continue that movement of shining and and being that state recognized as an East Coast instead of just New York. Yes, sir. Yes. So that's all that was. So big up to Fetty Wap. You know, um, he's doing what the new generation do. And he's, hey, he's staying relevant. Yo, he, yo, uh, rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah, definitely rookie of the year. He came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, and put. Did you know him before? Or Absolutely know not. Oh, you did no, not. Okay, no, not at all. He's from Patterson, though. I know the the uh, city he come from because we are rivalries. Right, like, Patterson, North Camden. You, you know, we them bang out cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Mudface, man, Mudface, November thirteenth, right? Mudface, November thirteenth, this Friday. Um, Muddy Waters to the album next year. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um. Last question, man. Okay. Um, I know you've talked about it before, and and I know sometimes it, the the, the list changes. Um, but you're you're old enough that I last week we had Jada Kiss on, mm-hmm. and I asked him his top five from two thousand. What what should we ask him? Top five in general or top five minus Biggie and Pac being Hall of Fame. Top five minus no Rakim, no KRS one. No Hall of Famers. No Hall of Famers. They in the hole. They already right. the mantle is already no J, no Eminem. You no. can't no J and Jay and Eminem. They already on the mantle. They yeah. got statues. No, no J, no, no J, MCs. no Nas, no M. Okay. No statue MCs. <laughs> Five of them. Five. Kendrick, J. Cole, Gunplay, Badass, and Kendrick, J. Cole. I fuck with badass gunplay. Badass from the West Coast? J- Joey Badass. Oh, Joe. Oh, okay. Oh. Joey Badass. Um, ASAP Mob. Mm. Out of that mob. Who? There's one more. One more spot, man. Okay, I said Kendrick, J. Cole. J. Cole, Joey gun, Badass. And gunplay. Gunplay. Um, That's an ill top five right That's there. That's an ill top five. Like <laughs> gunplay. <laughs> Gunplay remind you of you, man? Gunplay is fucking ridiculous. Does he remind you of you? Because Gunplay li- reminds me of you. A little bit, yep. yeah. A little bit, yep. Um, one more. Who I f- Hold up. Do y'all have a record together? Who, me and Gunplay? Yeah. Yes, we do. It never came out because we did it for Scoob-Doo. Right. But uh, yes, we do. And that shit is rumbling. When is it coming out? When can, how can we know. make this we, happen? Yo, you know what? I got it sitting. Like, Gunplay got it sitting. It's all on Scoob-Doo. Like, Scoob-Doo is my nigga, but Yo, you know. Yo, Scoob-Doo, stop fucking around. Yeah. Give the streets what we need, right. my That's nigga. That's right. He did, you, you already know. Um, One more, right? One, yeah, more. one more. You said ASAP Mob. Somebody from there, or do you want to uh, reconsider? F- uh, hmm? Gunplay. Uh, you said Kendrick? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. J. Cole and Badass. Badass. Joey. Una mas. Gunplay. Mm-hmm. Senor. Uh, just give me a second. Just give me a fucking second. Yo, that's an ill um, top five. Mm. Very rangy. Yep. Very rangy. Uh, I like Shea Grant. 
Yeah, Che, che Grand. Yes. What? I che Grand, the homie. Che Grand from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Che Grand. What? Yeah. C H E Grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know the nigga. We, we know, know the homie. Yes, yes, I'm in PNC town. PNC Radio. Been, yeah. Yo, yes, you, I'm in town and I've been around the block. Yo, you just dude. made this nigga's life. Come yo, on, I man. haven't heard Che's name. I haven't heard him in a whiz. Where's he at? I don't. Hey, man. Yo. Yo, Internets, man. I love this, yes, man. Sir, I, yes, I appreciate everything you brought yeah. to the game, Red Thank Man. You, and I want to continue man. supporting you over and over and over again. I love your, 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 your ethos, how you say that you're not doing this because of the numbers. You're doing this because of the legacy. Of course. That's what we do it for. The money comes second, but do it for the love. Keep the movement growing and going for the next generation. That's what I'm about. The youth them. There you go, them mute them. Hey, King, what you got to say about this? Well, well, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Killer House. Internet. You know what it is. Dream those dreams and then man up, woman up, and live those dreams because the life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows and Technicolor and surround sound. Word to Frankie Crocker. Yes, sir. And Tony Humphrey. Tony Humphrey. Exactly. Numenati! Hey, yo, what's good, Internet? Yo, hashtag the weekly drop, the Combat Jack show. You know what I'm saying? This weekly drop is Conway featuring Rock Marciano and the big homie Westside Gun, produced by Derringer. This joint is called Rex Ryan. You know what I mean? Shout out to all my Buffalo cats, my Westchester, Rochester, upstate New York City. Is that even a, a New York City upstate? No? All right. Hashtag the weekly drop, the Combat Jack show. Let's get it. Call my savage and have his gun bust. Then they find you wrapped in plastic in a dump truck. Fuck. Only built gear doors. I pull up with a piss, they thought it was Rita or My little head bust and keep his tool ringing off. Got two bodies this summer, he said he needs some more. Highest grade marijuana, directly from the farmer. This episode of the Combat Jack show was produced by Jonathan Mena. Executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Networks production.